Hello, listeners. Welcome to my brand new podcast, guys, The Michael Balco Show. So uh, as you guys obviously know, my name is Michael Balco. I'm a contributor to fansided.com, a sports enthusiast, and I guess I'm now a podcaster. I just wanted to welcome you guys to my show real quick. So uh, yeah, first and foremost, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in today to my first ever podcast. Um, you know, podcasting is just something I've been wanting to do for a while. And uh, you know, due to the current pandemic, I finally have time to get everything up and running. Um, so real quick, I'm just going to hit you guys with a brief background about me. Um, so I've written and published more than 50 professional articles um, for fansided.com. I've hosted interviews with professional athletes, including Michael Burton, Creshawn Hogan, and Shai Tuttle. I own and operate a New Orleans Saints fan page on Instagram that currently has over 32,000 followers. Um, you know, my vision for this podcast is simple. Um, I just want to provide sports fans with a mobile way to stay up to date on latest news, uh, rumors, and updates in the sports world, featuring special guests and professional athletes that I have befriended along the way, um, you know, just to get some extra added insight into what the sports world is really like, um, maybe from a different point of view that you wouldn't just get from an average fan or an average, you know, podcast host. Um, my goal is to just provide all of you listeners with a little extra, you know, insight to the sports world outside of your just basic you know, watching of the television or your basic listening of the radio, stuff like that. So now that you have a little taste of what my show is about, let's just hop into my first topic, five underrated prospects in the 2020 NFL draft. Now, underrated in some people's eyes is has a different meaning than what it might to mine. Underrated kind of just means like a guy who's just really being overlooked, right? Like he has all the tangible skills, you know, he can obviously perform at the next level, but due to either a deep class at the position, due to a, you know, team's lack of need at the position or whatever the reason may be, they're being overlooked in this draft and will slide to the later rounds or due to like their small school maybe or something like that. They're going to slide deep into the draft and then get picked up and then be a superstar that everyone looks back on and says should be a first round pick or a second round pick. You know what I mean? So coming in at number five, right? It's going to be Florida international quarterback, James Morgan. James Morgan is a six, four quarterback. Um, he played at both Bowling Green and Florida international in college. Um, you know, he spent his first two seasons at Bowling Green. Wasn't the greatest, you know, he only completed 51.9% of his passes threw for about 3,300 yards and a touchdown to interception ratio of 25 touchdowns to 22 interceptions. Um, you know, things weren't going well for him, right? So he transferred to FIU following his sophomore year where he started to, you know, show him a lot of improvement, right? And uh, ended up boosting his draft stock, broke tons of FIU school records, broke records that quarterbacks who started for four years had, all that good stuff. Over the span of just 24 starts, Morgan completed 61.5% of his passes. Guys, that's 10% more than what he completed in his two years at Bowling Green. Um, he also tossed 5,300 yards to go with 40 touchdowns and 12 picks. So automatically, you know, it just goes to show it, right, that if he gets in the right system, gets under the right coaching staff, he's just going to be a really productive quarterback for you guys. Um, 
You know, he's currently projected to go anywhere between the third and sixth round and could be a great find for any team in need of a reliable backup quarterback. Um, you know, a couple teams that come to mind, right, the New Orleans Saints, obviously they need someone to develop under Drew Brees and then follow up and compete with Taysom Hill, right? Um, so that could be a good fit. The Tennessee Titans, you know, they just, uh, they just extended good old Ryan Tannehill and they need kind of a backup guy. Mariota obviously left, went to the Raiders, so they need a backup. He could be a good fit there. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger's getting old. Mason Rudolph's not looking like the guy. Why not give him a shot, right? So uh, that is Florida international quarterback James Morgan. Keep an eye on him. If you hear his name called to your team, you definitely got you a steal. Um, Coming in at number four on my list, guys, is SMU wide receiver James Prochet. Prochet is a five foot eleven wide receiver. No one's really even talking about him, but they certainly should be, right? He's your prototypical flex wide receiver who has incredible speed and athleticism. Um, Prochet, he he just lit it up in college, right? Uh, he hauled in three hundred one catches for thirty nine hundred yards, almost four thousand yards, and thirty nine receiving touchdowns. Um, as a senior in 2019, he hauled in 111 catches, right, which is tied. That tied the NCAA lead with LSU's Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, guys, is projected to be a first-round pick. But this, this my guy, James Prochet here, he's not even projected to be a top, like, a third-round pick, right? He's projected to be, like, fourth, fifth, sixth-round pick, which is nuts if you consider his numbers. So, anyways, 111 catches for over 1,200 yards and 15 touchdowns his senior year alone. Prochet can also return the ball. He averaged 19.8 yards per return throughout his college career. Now, like I said, he's currently projected to go in the later rounds of the draft. Could be a steal for any team who could use him in the right way. You know, a team like the Minnesota Vikings, who's struggling right now without Stefan Diggs, they're going to need a replacement for Stefan Diggs. So why not bring in Prochet? Arizona Cardinals, they need to get some more playmakers outside of Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. They brought in DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. Why not go ahead and bring in a sleeper pick in James Prochet in the late rounds of the draft? The Baltimore Ravens could be another really good team. You know, they just need to kind of revamp their receiving core a little bit. They have Lamar Jackson. He could definitely use a quick, speedy wide receiver in James Prochet. Coming in at number three on my list is Alex Highsmith, a defensive end from Charlotte. Um, Alex Highsmith, he's a uh, 6'4", 242-pound defensive end from Charlotte. He's starting to finally get some recognition, though. Um, a lot of, like, big college football pages are starting to realize that Highsmith is kind of the real deal. He's a big sleeper pick. Um, but, yeah, I've actually had the privilege of talking to Highsmith on a Q&A before, and he's just a really just great guy. Um, former walk-on, by the way. He uh, completely dominated in college despite his – despite him being a walk-on, right? He just dominated in college. He racked up 185 tackles, 47 tackles for a loss, 21 sacks, and four forced fumbles from the defensive end position. Those are crazy numbers, 185 tackles as a defensive end. And basically most of that was in his last two years. He barely played his first two years. He got a few games, but I don't. he didn't play more than like five or six games um, each season in his first two years. So, you know, he isn't getting proper respect due to like his small school choice right in Charlotte. But, you know, Highsmith didn't back down against top-tier talent. When he played against teams like Tennessee, Clemson, and FIU, Highsmith racked up 19 tackles, five tackles for a loss, and two-and-a-half sacks. Um, you know, Highsmith is projected to go anywhere from the, from the late third round to the fifth round. But um, 
he's definitely going to make an instant impact on whatever team he ends up playing for. Um, he's just got that blue chip, you know, bring your lunch pail to work mentality. And he's, he's really going to give some of these starting defensive ends in the NFL right now um, a run for their money, especially if he goes to a team that's in need of a defensive end. Coming in at number two, Utah safety Terrell Burgess. Now, Terrell Burgess, he's a five foot eleven safety from Utah, um, who would be just an outstanding player for any team. Uh, Burgess ran a four four six forty yard dash at the scouting combine, and uh, you know everyone's just overlooking him due to his lack of like, you know, turnovers that he's forced at the college level. Um, he struggled with injuries a little bit, but he's he's just a pure baller. He's just one of those natural guys who can just make plays all over the field against top tier talent. Um, you know, he obviously played in the Pac twelve for four years. Uh, so he's going against guys like Justin Herbert. He played against Sam Darnold, right? He played against Jacob Eason. Like a lot of the quarterbacks coming in this year's draft, he played up against. Um, so, you know, he's already, you know, used to going against NFL talent, right? So that's just going to make his transition a little bit easier. You know, Burgess racked up 116 tackles in his career, including nine tackles for a loss and nine passes defended. Um, he's projected to go in the late fifth or sixth round, but would be a great backup and special teamer for really any NFL team. Um, you know, he's a sure tackler. He has a great tackling form, and I think he's going to translate very well at the NFL level. So he comes in at number two on my top five sleeper prospects list in this year's draft, the 2020 NFL draft. Coming in number one is a guy I had the privilege of chatting with on the phone a little bit, and that's uh, Kansas quarterback Carter Stanley. Carter's just an absolute great, down-to-earth, humble guy, um, you know, and he's just he's a quarterback prospect that really no one's talking about who will probably be one of the most successful quarterbacks if you look back at this year's draft. And if you look back 10 years from now, Carter Stanley will probably still be in the league and other guys probably won't be. You know what I'm saying? Stanley's a 6'2 signal caller from Kansas who's been overlooked his whole career, right? He's, he split time for the majority of his college career until his senior year. But, um, you know, after his junior year, Kansas hired Les Miles, who's obviously a national championship winning coach, you know, a legendary coach for LSU amongst other teams and whatnot. But, uh, you know, he told me in a one-on-one interview that uh, he considered transferring, but the hiring of Les Miles prompted his decision to stay. So Stanley shined under the leadership of Miles. He completed 61% of his passes for 2,600 yards, 24 touchdowns, just 11 picks. Um, you know, he's not, he's not really projected to go any earlier than like the seventh round. But, you know, I think if a team takes a chance on him in the fifth, sixth, or seventh, I think you're going to get the next Tom Brady, right? You're going to get the, a great draft steal who can come in and compete with for your starting quarterback's job, right? Or at least be like a reliable backup for years to come. I've seen – I've watched so much film, guys, on Carter Stanley, and I've seen him make incredible throws that I'm not even seeing Joe Burrow make or Jalen Hurts make or any of these other top-tier quarterbacks. But Carter Stanley is making tight window throws to no-name receivers. Like, most of the receivers on Kansas, like, who does Kansas have at receiver, right? You know what I'm saying? Like – Kansas doesn't have a single receiver that'll be drafted higher than like the fourth or fifth round in future drafts, but like he's out here making incredible throws to them, helping Kansas win some games, really just going out there and competing. Um, just a great work ethic, you know? Um, yeah. I think, you know, if a team like, you know, those quarterback teams that need a quarterback, you know, like the saints could take a chance on him, the Patriots could take a chance on him. Um, I think he's going to be a great player, but uh Thank you guys so much for all for tuning in today. Uh, tomorrow I'll have a special guest, Morton Anderson, NFL Hall of Famer, hopping on the show. I can't wait to drop that for you guys. But um, 
thank you all so much for your for your support and uh michael balco tuning off have a good one y'all